Hello guys, so this is currently like a week after I actually recorded this podcast, but um, I just wanted to come on here and say a few things before the actual podcast episode starts. Um, So the first thing I want to say is, I can't even speak, so about mm, not too far into the beginning of this podcast, there's going to be people in the background making noise. We are filming this or recording this in a building that has um, multiple rooms in it. So some people came in and started moving furniture around and just making a lot of noise. Um, It's not like super obnoxious, but it is very well heard on the episode at certain parts, um, which I'm really, really sorry for in advance. So I just want to say that um, I I still think this podcast is so good. It's so great. And I really recommend listening to it anyways, um, even if it might be a little like I wouldn't say frustrating. It's really not like that obnoxious. It's just I'm warning you guys beforehand that there is noise in the background going on at some parts of the podcast. It is not the entire time though. Um, that This has never happened before and I didn't think about it and I didn't think that people would come in and start rearranging furniture, but it's whatever. The podcast was still great. It was still amazing. Um, Jesus still moved and that's fine. The other thing I want to say is um, my good friend is on this podcast today and she did want to remain anonymous uh, for certain like safety reasons um, because we uh, we're going to be talking about some things that just yeah it's just for her well-being but there are parts where she accidentally says her name and I like had to cut her name out Um, there's like two parts in the episode and um yeah that's that's the only time she did it but it does sound weird because it like just cuts off and it just sounds like a glitch um so that's it those are the two things i wanted to say um yeah that's all i really hope you guys enjoy this episode i love y'all so much thank you so much for listening and supporting also i just now thought of this if you guys have any podcast suggestions at all or any topic ideas you think i should do any segments or series please 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 let me know Um, If you know me personally, um, you can text me. You can comment down below on this podcast, uh, which I encourage you to do anyway. um, Brown nudge. Um, And then you can also, like, message me on my social media, which is, um, like, for my Instagram, it's H-A-I-L-E-Y-N-S-K. I would really love to hear y'all's suggestions. So, yeah, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Thank you. Just thank you that you've given um, us the opportunity to come and sit down and talk about something that you've been teaching to us so loudly and that you've been speaking to us about. Thank you that um, Kyra has said yes to this. Thank you that you've uh, brought someone who wants to talk about the same thing you've um, put my heart on fire for. And I just, uh, yeah, I just thank you and I'm grateful. And uh, Lord, I pray that you would be with us in this discussion, that you would be with us in this uh, podcast episode and that you would steward and guide it that you would direct it, and um, yeah, we just invite you to come sit down and speak up whenever anything needs to be spe- spelled, <laughs> whenever anything needs to be said, um, and to join in on this discussion. Um, yeah, I just pray that you'd be with us. I pray that your presence would be here and that your calmness would uh, overtake us and that we wouldn't be nervous, that we wouldn't be um, feeling anxious or feeling like we need to say the right thing, but that we would just say whatever you're telling us needs to be said. So. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
In Jesus' name, we love you. Amen. Amen. Wow. I got like, I don't know what's going on earlier. I got like really dizzy closing my eyes. Hmm. Okay, anyway, sorry. Are you drinking enough water? I think so, but that was really weird. That's never happened to me before. Like, I literally felt like super dizzy. You could have a little iron, maybe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, hello everybody. <laughs> she just oh, no. leaned forward to try and do some more ASMR. We were doing that in the mic before we started, but she oh didn't realize gosh. we were recording. <laughs> so, hello everybody. I'm here with my friend, my good friend. Um, her name is Anonymous. <laughs> and Hi. Yeah. So we're here today to talk about identity. Um, yeah, that's like you probably just heard in the prayer. That's something that the Lord has been, um, teaching and speaking to us about a lot. Me, like just recently. Um, but it kind of applied to like this whole season I'm in and Mm. yeah, we're just going to talk about that and she's going to share some more things with me and yeah, she's awesome. Some of you will know who she is. Like you'll just know because you're (laughs) friends with her and you'll recognize her voice. (laughs) Others, you're just going to have to enjoy the voice. (laughs) So, um, yeah, all right. Dang, I don't know where to start. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we could just start with the basic question, like, mm, okay. um, what is, like, identity? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I guess, like, for me in my life, my identity has always been um, grounded, like, my entire life before I became a follower of Jesus, I was so rooted in the identity that people would place on me, and so... What that looks like is um, me as a middle schooler, like, walking the halls and (laughs) someone, like, says something and um, it, like, took a root in my heart. Like, those mean comments and, like, things that people would, like, put on me, it was rooted, like, deep down. And because my foundation wasn't in God, it was in people. Whatever people said about me, I took it as truth. And so that brought a lot of bitterness and a lot of um, comparison and just, like, self-hate on myself and... Yeah, I think that's where, like, it all started, but, um, yeah, you can add anything if you want. (laughs) What is that? Okay, anyways, we got a creeper somewhere around this building. Um, that was good. You are, yeah, dude. I feel like that's, like, a nutshell of what I learned. Okay. What is that? I feel like that's a nutshell of what I learned. Because that's exactly what I was doing. And I realized that. Yep. <laughs> I realized that. And I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Excuse whatever's going on in the background. I have no idea what it is. But anyways, besides that, I feel like that was, like, directly what I was doing. And I didn't realize it the whole time. Because before I got to um, this school of evangelism, um, <laughs> I, uh, God spoke to me about the importance of relationships. And so going into this. Uh, so we, I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to work on me with that. He's going to teach me so much, teach me how to be in the right relationship with my friends and others around me. And, um, uh, dude, what is that? I'm so sorry. I keep getting distracted. I just don't know what that is. Somebody's rearranging furniture yeah, seriously. Um, okay. I'm going to try and not relax. Hopefully nobody minds hearing that. No? Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so I thought he was going to be speaking to me about that, and, he, like, he did, but it had to do with my identity this whole time. Like, I went, like, this season was really rough, and it was hard because, like, I was getting offended all the time with people, and I was, 
constantly like sensitive and insecure about things Mm -hmm. and um it like really just affected my mood a lot like a lot of things were affected and so because of that I realized like I was placing my identity in these people and not Christ okay this has literally never happened before there's usually nobody in here but now this means it's good it means it's good people are kind of see like hmm (laughs) something's going on over here Yeah, this is, I don't know what's going on in the background. Um, there's, like, people here, so I'm sorry for if that's, if you're that type of person that gets really bothered by that, but, yeah, hopefully they'll leave soon. But anyways, so, yeah, relationships, and that's a whole thing in and of itself. Um, but, yeah, I was putting my identity in my friends and in my boyfriend, and I realized that was, like, coming out through me constantly, like, getting offended mm. and being sensitive and, like, insecure because I would, like, put my value and, like, my worth in them and, like, how if... So it got to the point where, like, I would overreact to any little thing and, like, assume the worst and, like, listen to the enemy's lies because I would assume that how they were treating me or talking to me had to do with, like, oh, like, this some big, like, conclusion to that. Like, oh, my gosh, they just don't like you or, like, this is whatever about you. It, like, always went back to, like, who I was. So, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I could literally just tell the whole story in, like, three minutes, but I want to talk about it, and I just want to... Mm-hmm. I also want to hear more about, like... I just want to hear what he's been speaking to you, because I know mm-hmm. we've talked about it, and I know we've kind of, like, said, like, you've told me what's going on, but, like, I know he's said a lot this past weekend, and I just want to, like, hear more about yeah. where did this even... Like, where did this even start? Like, how did this start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this all started when I came to do my DTS in 2019, yeah. but, um, and the note that I showed you, um, I'll share it later, but it's like, that was spoken to me after my SOE. So like by, by my leaders, they were, as they were like sending me out, not even knowing if I was going to come back on staff or anything like that. Yeah. They were just like sending me out and they spoke that over me and I was like, okay, what does that even mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> God, you're saying this, but like, what does that mean? Yeah. And so right at the beginning of my DTS, I came in a relationship and the relationship was not founded upon um, God. It wasn't, it wasn't anything of the Lord. And um, yeah, it was really toxic and manipulative and there was just a lot of pain and a lot of hurt on both sides. And so we kind of just fed into that and kind of just exchanged that between one another. Yeah. And so when I came, I didn't even, bro, like, my in my DTS, I brought a calculator. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, thinking that I was going to school. Like, I had no idea why I was here. Like, I don't even know exactly how I ended up here. How like, did that even happen? Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I've been working alongside, um, like, people in Houston that are involved with YWAM, and so that's how I learned about it. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, my mom was just like, okay, you're literally, like, you don't know what to do with your life like there's nothing like I wasn't really interested in college at the time I was like I don't know what I'm supposed to do and so my parents knew that I had tried ministry in high school I went to Haiti for my first mission trip and um yeah they were like well you've you've tried that so like why not do it again and just see what it's like and so my parents kind of just like gave me the opportunity and so I was like okay whatever like why not um, yeah, not even thinking anything about, like, wanting to be in a deeper relationship with God. I just knew that once I had been interested in missions, and it was really good, but I was, I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't yeah. know how, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, my DTS, like, the second, third day, <laughs> I was completely wrecked. Like, Dang, I quick. Re- yeah, <laughs> it, like, hit real fast. Like, yeah. I felt like I was, I just got hit by a freight train. Like, I, or everything that 
we should probably cut that out. Oh, yeah, okay. He was like, hey, everything that you've said um, in my life, um, everything that you've, like, okay, this is, like, God's point of view. Everything that you've said to me about me is a lie. Mm -hmm. Like, everything you believe about me is a lie. Everything that you've been told that you know is a lie. Mm -hmm. And I was just really, like, dumbfounded, like, no way. Like, what? Yeah. I um, grew up knowing or thinking that God was this distant father, not even a father, this distant um, teacher that would be shaking his finger at me the whole time, telling mm -hmm. me what to do, what not to do, but never in love. Yeah. And so, yeah, he just got to me, and he just said, um, yeah, you're your daughter like you're my daughter and I love you and I um I want to be with you I want to be in a relationship with you and I want to be by your side mm -hmm. and so I was completely wrecked I was like okay everything I know about God is changed like he's yeah. he's a father and he's loving and yeah and so that kind of just like took off like that yeah. course of action just kind of yeah and then he just started speaking to me about certain places in the world that no one wants to go to and I just got a heart for it and um but ultimately everything that we do is founded in our identity like yeah. everything every action that we take it's like who who do you say I am yeah God like who who do you say that I am and not only that but what does the Bible say you know yeah. um and I just had no idea and um, I got really kind of rooted in like things that I was doing. And so it went from like not knowing who I am to thinking that, okay, I do these things and then he'll love me, you yeah. know? Um, and so I got caught up, caught up in that during like in between my DTS and SOE. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and God, no, <laughs> I can't. You're good. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you're good. Um, and he was just like, yeah, no, that's not, that's not truth. Like you're not. Um, there's nothing that you can do that can ever separate you from my love. Yeah. And, yeah, and, like, it says that in Scripture. Mm -hmm. um, and just, like, having the revelation that, like, the, the Bible, like, Scripture is God's Word, and it's alive and it's active today, like, baffles me. Because in no other religion can you read their holy book and it actually, like, apply to today. Yeah. And not only that, but it can apply to yesterday yeah. and tomorrow and the future, you yeah. know, like, it applies every day. Yeah. And, um, that just really baffles me because this, this book was written, like, thousands of years ago, and it still, to this day, makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah, it just, it's really crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, back to, like, identity, everything that we do is founded on who we are. And if we know who we are, every action, every thought that comes into our head, do we know that we are a child and therefore walk in in the light of authority, or mm -hmm. do we think that we're unworthy and walk in the light of in the darkness of, oh, I'm I'm not worthy, so I don't deserve this, and yeah. you walk away from the things God is gifting you, yeah. and I think that that's what God has been speaking to me. Not only like I'm a daughter, but I'm I have an inheritance. I have a royalty in heaven. Yeah. Like He saved me a seat at His table, and yeah. He He wants everyone to be there. It's not just like me. It's not just you. It's everyone. They, yeah. We all have a seat at His table, and He invites us. But we need to know. We need to know that that we are invited. That we are worth worthy to be invited yeah. in order to actually walk in that. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts like do you do you like kind of like is that what God has kind of been speaking to you about or yeah I think um, when you were talking about like you were more it was more like works at first 
you were trying to like do all these things to like prove yourself, like prove your identity, I mm-hmm. guess, like that it was like, I don't know how to explain it because that's what I was doing and I didn't realize it and so mm-hmm. like this whole time I've been, like to sum it up, I guess I'll just say, explain it this way, that I did a podcast with Emily, um, my last episode, um, it was, why am I really forgetting what it was called? Mm-hmm. It was the genuine relationship, mm. and so in that, I had a revelation that this whole time, like, my relationship with Jesus hasn't <coughs> been, like, fully genuine, because I've only been spending time with him knowing that I'll be, like, transformed out of that, and, like, mm. expecting to, like, become a better person, and, like, mm. more obedient, and being able to surrender, and, like, do all of, like, just be, like, a better person, and be able to follow his teachings better, and just, you know, be how I know I was supposed to be, and I knew I was the only way that that could happen was by like having a relationship with him but I chose to like focus on that and not on him and so I realized that like through that I wouldn't like really grow because I was focused (laughs) on growing and not on like the relationship with him yeah and then so I had that revelation and it was like crazy because I just felt like dang like this whole time I've been like tricking myself thinking that I'm spending time with you for you when it's really just like what I know I'll get out of it and so um yeah I was I just realized this whole time it's been like me just trying to have control over like who I am and like my identity and trying to control that through my relationship with him and so um and so like a week ago he kind of put that all together by talking to me about my identity and I just realized like through that and through like having a genuine relationship with him um that's like transforming me into like my identity like who I was originally made to be like my original design um and that will like bring more growth than focusing on growth ever will and so that's just to like explain basically how like I like relate to what you said where it was it wasn't like him it was just like me Mm. like actually like it's not that I like didn't like him but that like I was more concerned about knowing how I should be and like knowing who I should be rather than just focusing on him yeah dude I I understand that like seriously I don't think like identity and kind of intimacy kind of go hand in hand like so it's really cool that you do these episodes like back to back um because like in order to even know who you are you have to know who he is and um yeah I've been reading a book actually that's completely like wrecking me it's called my all for him by Belshia Schlink I think Mm -hmm. I'm saying that right but it's really short and it's kind of like a small book but it talks about Jesus as our bridegroom, and it talks about, oh my gosh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It basically says, like, Jesus is looking, <clears throat> kind of like the, the ten virgin story. Like, the ten virgins, they go to meet Jesus, and, he, like, he's coming back, and they have the oil, and there's some that don't have the oil. Yeah. Um, but what does the oil represent? Like, the oil is the intimacy with him. Like, and that's why they can't share it with the other people. It's because the it's their own personal intimacy with jesus and that cannot be shared that can't be given to someone else because Mm -hmm. it's yours Mm -hmm. and it's what you and jesus have and that is what is that's that's what the kingdom of heaven is like it's like holding the intimacy with jesus so closely to your heart that you become transformed you become like jesus and Mm -hmm. um yeah so intimacy with jesus walks like hand in hand with identity because you need to know who he he is in order to even know who you are yeah um, and so, yeah, I've been really convicted in the way that I even do my quiet times. Um, I don't even really think that there is supposed to be, like, um, like times where you, like, sit down and, like, 
I don't think it's supposed to be timed at all. Like, I don't think you need to have a certain amount of time. I just think you need to be. Like, yeah. don't even, don't put, a, like, a timer on God, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't just say, okay, I'm just going to spend, like, 30 minutes and, like, check, you know? Yeah. Um, because that's what sometimes Christians put themselves as. Like, yeah. not themselves, but put Jesus as just, like, a check mark. And, like, okay, I, I read the Bible, check. Talk to yeah. Jesus, check, you know? Yeah. And, like, that hurts him. Like, he wants to have a relationship with you. He wants you to to have the bridal soul that he's looking for. And, like, that's what the book is about. Like, how do we see him as the bridegroom? And most importantly, how do we have that bridal soul that he's yeah. searching for? Because in, in Song of Solomon, like, I, I, I adore that, that book of the Bible because it's so, so beautiful. And I think so many people kind of, look over it just because it's so um complex and the way that it it speaks is sometimes a little like confusing it can be if you're looking at it from like a a a worldly perspective but if you look at it through like the bridegroom is jesus and the um the 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 lady the daughters of jerusalem and then the lady as like us Mm -hmm. um we are like walking in that intimacy as as we're on earth yeah and we'll never get this time to like suffer again Mm -hmm. like honestly i love when paul says like to embrace like suffering Mm -hmm. like welcome it because i mean not saying like he wants us to suffer but um in saying that like he's asking you to look at suffering and honor it because you're if you're suffering like jesus that's an honor yeah and um yeah, that's, I'm kind of getting off track, but yeah, basically Song of Solomon, it's uh, it hits so deep, man. When you look at the the roots, like when um when when he okay this one this one part I think it's in chapter two, talks about um carrying myrrh between the breasts, and mm-hmm. most people look at that verse and they're like, what the heck, like, yeah. <laughs> um but honestly, um he says myrrh because myrrh is such a deep like fragrance and it's very it's very fragrant and mm-hmm. it's very strong and like there's such meaning i mean it was brought like at jesus when he was born and all those things and to put it between your breasts it's like the closest to your heart yeah and so there's such a deep like cultural like hebrew meaning than we actually see and i love like reading it over and over again because especially when they talk about foxes in the garden like yeah. foxes are like doubt and worry and fear like when you look at it through that perspective like these foxes are coming to um like uproot things in the garden and Mm -hmm. you and jesus are both in there gardening together and um he's trying to show you how to garden and um yeah and these foxes are trying to like steal that away from you Mm -hmm. and um and so when you look at it through that perspective it completely changes the attitude of the whole bible Mm -hmm. basically from start to finish it's a storyline of jesus like Mm -hmm. and that i think that's so beautiful and um, yeah, so basically just going back to my first point, like, in order to even know who you are, you need to know who the Father is and um, his attitude towards towards you, towards his people. And mm-hmm. not only that, but, like, look at, look at the Jews. Like, look at how God saw the Jews. He protected them even though they were whining and complaining. Like, can you imagine, like, people today um, going out and, like, an, an army is, like, attacking them or God, like, made them free from the army and then they see the army again they're like oh my gosh like you should have just left us in egypt because we we could have food and we we couldn't like actually like live but they were like being tortured and enslaved in egypt and the fact that god even had like basically put up with that but through all of that he like showed so much mercy and grace and was like no like i love you like i you are my chosen people you are the people who i have raised and i have 
um, brought you out of Egypt and I want to bring you into the promised land and the Israelites were the ones that rebelled and through all of that even even though they had to walk the 40 days and 40 nights God's faithful yeah. <laughs> he's, he's brought them into into the land and I honestly think that there's so much more to happen through promises of the Old Testament that like go so much deeper than because there are still Old Testaments and promises that God had made to Abraham that haven't been fulfilled um, and like David <laughs> so yeah. I think like in the in the future like near like end times I think those promises are going to be for, fulfilled and I think that God is going to be faithful because he's always been it's just yeah. not the right time yet you know yeah um, yeah that's like a whole nother topic yeah. but um, yeah that's yeah <laughs> um, and then the after my yeah and going back to what I was saying about um <clears throat> whenever I was talking about, I was, like, prophesied over after my SOE. Yeah. Um, it was, like, you're a jewel in the king's crown. Uh-huh. And it reminds me of that of that song where it says, like, he bore a cross and now he wears a crown. Yeah. And um, in 1 Corinthians six seventeen it says, but whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. And I don't think I can ever grasp that <laughs> because that literally mean, means that we are – one with with God (laughs) like and not to make us sound like a deity in any in any way but like um we are like he is in us and so there's a certain part of of us there's a certain piece of us that's 100% righteous and 100% holy and that's what I hold on to when I'm when I'm struggling and like in sin or when I'm struggling with like temptation I I think back and I'm like God, you've put a piece of yourself inside of me. Yeah. And that's what I need to cling to because my my flesh is strong but my spirit is is willing. Yeah. And um it may be it may be weak but it's it's willing and um yeah, and so when temptations come, when things come my way, I'm like, "No, I I'm I'm free from that. I'm free from iniquity. I'm free from sin and I'm able to look, keep my eyes on Jesus and know who I am and walk in righteousness." Mm-hmm. And I think it's not just like um, one thing that I think God has been teaching me that it's not just like a one one deal and then it's like okay done you know it's a daily die to your flesh like yeah. and it's hard it can be really hard um, there are times where I like don't want to take the narrow path because it's narrow and it's hard and rocky and rough but it's so worth it like the yeah. end is so worth it yeah. when I have days that I literally just want to walk away or give up or throw in the towel God's like you know why are you doing this? Like, are you doing this for yourself or are you doing it for me? You know? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, like check your heart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It can be rough. It really can. Like Christian, Christian life is like, it's rough. It's not easy. Um, and I, I just think sometimes people make it seem like it's the easy path, but it's really not. It's a, it's a daily choice to follow Jesus and it's a daily choice to die to your flesh and pick up his cross. Yeah. Yeah. That just makes me think about, um, I don't exactly remember when I had, like, I think I learned this and then had a revelation with it. It was, like, in the past week. I don't remember who our speaker was, but, um, just realizing that, like, we can't, oh, it was Chris Berg. We can't do anything outside of, like, the Holy Spirit. Like, we can't actually transform ourselves by ourselves. We've, like, lost the ability to be able to get back to who we were, like, in the Garden of Eden. Like, we can't get back to there. We can't, like, be good in of ourselves. Like, we need, like, the transformation of Christ in us. And that just made me think about that because it's, like, every day 
you have a choice because you have like your natural self and that's still like there to turn back to but you also have like you also have this new option of like having a relationship with Jesus and so like you have that choice and you have that choice to like be transformed and like you said it's like difficult to do that it's not an easy process because it's like you grow up well for some people you grow up your whole life living worldly because like maybe your parents weren't um religious or they were atheist or they just didn't like they you know said they were christians but didn't like actually have a relationship with jesus so you grow up making your own identity and having like your own desires and hopes and personality and then you um have a really have a revelation of jesus and you come to him and then it's like now it's, it's i feel like it's so much harder because you have this whole life you built up and it's like it's like hardened so it's easy to go back between the two things from being like you know like i choose this new identity in christ rather than going back to the old one and like for me it's like especially hard because like i didn't grow up with a relationship with jesus and like i always believed in god but i never had a relationship and so i had like my own identity that was worldly and so it's easy to go back to that old habit it's easy to do it without thinking about it um and so yeah just to go back like just to go back to my point of like everything that i do and i really like this is something also i had a revelation on when i was reading mere christianity is that you get to a point where you realize how bad you are like how much mm-hmm. like how sinful you are and how much of a bad person you are and it's like people who completely don't believe in jesus and just live a life completely away from him don't realize how bad of people they are and even they could be like the worst and they don't realize how bad they are because they haven't like seen jesus's face they haven't had a revelation of like truth and so like i feel like for me the closer i've gotten to him the more i've seen how like like unworthy i am and how like i'm just like messed up and like bad and like dead in my sin and so i've only and then even further to go along with that being in a relationship with him and then trying to do all these things trying to be good and trying to get myself to where i know i need to be i realize like i can't do any of that and i just need him to like basically like help me and do it for me and so it's hard because it's it's hard but it's so easy because it's like when you think about it, it's like all you have to do is make a choice like he's literally <laughs> doing the work for you you just have to make the choice mm-hmm. and so it's like so hard to do that mm-hmm. it's not like you're actually putting in some like real elbow grease there it's like you just have to say yes to having a relationship with him and say yes to him and so that's like it goes back to just having a choice and then it's like the choice is so hard for some people because they just don't do it they just can't do it yeah no i i completely agree it is it's yeah it's hard but it's easy because even in ministry like we're not doing the ministry like we are (laughs) we may be like the anointed from god but we're not the ones that are doing the work like god god just wants to like it's a partnership and that's what i love about like mere christianity like doing things with god and not like for under over you know highly recommend that book by the way Mm -hmm. (laughs) 10 out of 10 but um yeah so like just just yeah, just doing life with God. It's a it's a partnership. Like he wants to partnership. He wants to partner with us. Like 
I, you know, like, God can save the world by himself, honestly. He, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't need us to be evangelized. He yeah. doesn't need people. Like, he doesn't need us, but he wants us. Like, yeah. he wants to use us. God didn't need, God didn't need to create man. Like, yeah. God didn't need to create Adam, but yeah. he wanted to. Yeah. He's like, let's make man in our own image. Like, mm-hmm. to have relationship with, with him. And yeah. I just think that it's, that blows my mind because it's like me, like, you want me? Like, yeah. I'm so, like, I'm clothed in rags but yeah. he removes my rags and he clothes me in white and yeah. he calls me his daughter and so he challenges me and he says hey are you going to walk in that or are you going to walk in your rags you know mm-hmm. like what's it's it is a choice and I I do believe that it's a daily choice and yeah that we just have to continue to just have open hands like God are, are you going to use me today and if so like please like I want to be used I want to be like a vessel I see myself as like constantly this um <laughs> this may sound weird but like this okay so god is the the potter right and it like says this in the bible but he's he's the potter and we're the clay and i just see myself on this spinning spinning wheel and god is constantly like putting pressure and like molding me and it's uncomfortable like a lot of times because it's like oh like that's a rough spot you know he's smoothing out the rough edges yeah. but it needs to be smoothed out in order to be a vessel in order to be poured out like yeah. he needs to fill up the holes he needs to smooth smooth the rough edges so that it can be a vessel to be poured out into people yeah. and so that i can be constantly filled and that's what i feel like i'm i'm in this season to mm-hmm. be filled and to be poured out yeah. and honestly i feel like um sometimes I'm like god i have so much on my plate like yeah. i cannot do this like i'm having to do 50 million things at one time i have to keep up with so many people like i haven't even met with like most of you guys because i've yeah. been so busy and like yeah. oh it's just been really hard but mm-hmm. god's just reminding me like hey you're not you're not here for people like i know that you may feel like you're lacking in some relationships yeah. but you're not here for people you're here for me mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> i don't want to feel guilty if i'm out having a quiet time and like someone's like oh hey where have you been it's like oh i've been with jesus and they like get offended that's not my fault you know like like i'm i'm being with my father i'm spending time with jesus and if they if they want to like i don't know if they want to spend jesus time with me then like go ahead you know like let's let's worship like you know but i really felt like this this time that god has been he's just been walking with me in intimacy and showing me how to have to be a, a true daughter of a king, yeah. like, how to walk in that, and I don't think, I'm definitely a baby, like, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a mature, like, Christian, I've only been, like, really walking with the Lord for, like, a little over a year, it's not, yeah. it's not been that long, um, yeah. and I've never, yeah, like you, I've never had, like, a true relationship with God until mm-hmm. I came to do a school here, but, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's not easy, but then again, it's, like, it's it's a choice like yeah. one, one choice one yes you know yeah. and god i think god really remembers our yes like he's like hey you remember when you yeah. said yes and you surrendered <laughs> yeah are you gonna do it again like are you gonna mm-hmm. actually let me because i feel like sometimes i'm like okay yes god i surrender but then he like tries to take it or he tries to mold me and i'm like yeah. Ooh, maybe not yeah. you know and um god's like hey like what happened to that yes you know yeah. is that is that true or is or is it not you know and god's a gentleman like he's gonna wait like he's not gonna press himself on you if you're not ready he's gonna wait and he's gonna comfort you but the the faster the better like the faster you say yes the yeah. better it's gonna be for you because mm-hmm. he's gonna smooth out those lumps and honestly i don't i can't even recognize myself like I try to like look back and sometimes the enemy tries to bring up like memories and flashbacks of who I was Mm -hmm. and 
I don't recognize myself. Like, I don't recognize my heart, my attitude. Mm, dude, me too. <gasps> I was looking at my old Instagram yesterday, and it was weird. I was like, why was I like yeah. this? I was literally thinking that. I was like, oh, I was cringing. I was like, I said this. I could just see. I remember. And I was like, dude, what mm. the heck? Yeah. Yeah, That's and it's weird. like I remember times where people would like speak into me and I'd take that like, oh yeah, this is who I am. Like yeah. this is, I was like, oh, like what are you doing, girl? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. <laughs> like, it's so cringy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. It's like, oh, thank you for saving me. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. And it's not even, I saw one this post the other day and it's like, um, if you only knew like, our Jesus if you only knew like I'm not trying to shove my religion down your throat but if you only knew and that's so true like if people only knew who Jesus was Mm -hmm. like as a king as as the Lord of Lords as a prince of peace like if they only knew they would be transformed like yeah yeah. and I yeah I I don't it's just crazy like I I'll I'll never be able to like comprehend his love or comprehend why he chose he chose me or why he even chooses people in general like why us you know why and even even like Moses when when he chose him to speak to Pharaoh like Moses had like speech impediments like he couldn't he couldn't speak and Moses even brought that he was like God I can't like I I can't speak I can't do this and God's like I don't care like I I chose you and he like he gave him Aaron as like a kind of a support beam but like still like he was chosen to speak to Pharaoh and Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure he was probably shaking in his boots, but like if he can do it, like <laughs> yeah. so can I, you know. Mm-hmm. And just realizing realizing how imperfect um, people in the Bible were, like David. Oh my gosh, like he killed a man just to have sex with his wife. Yeah. Like that's that's wild. Yeah. And yet, still, God said he was a man after my own heart. And yeah. it's like, wow, God, like you don't care what we do. Like yeah. I mean, of course, you want us to follow you, but you don't care about our mistakes. Yeah. You care about our attitude towards you you care about our heart posture mm-hmm. you don't care about what we did yesterday or what we're yeah. going to do tomorrow but you care if we come back and we say lord i'm so sorry and i lay mm-hmm. it at your feet and i ask for your forgiveness yeah. and yeah that just blows my mind mm-hmm. and i think every day god is just like hey like here's a new aspect of who i am and mm-hmm. you're just like whoa <laughs> it's just yeah i don't feel like i'll ever know like exactly who god is but i have a pretty good idea so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't, like, looking back, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I was so selfish, first of all. Like, oh my goodness. You can even ask some of my, like, classmates. Like, mm-hmm. April, she, oh my gosh, like, she had said some, like, snarky, like, comment. This was my, the first day, the first day of my school. She had said some, like, snarky, like, sarcastic, not snarky, like, sarcastic um, comment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I don't want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I said that to her face. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't really? Re- yes. Like, I don't even remember. <laughs> I remember when I first met oh you, you gosh. told me, like, I could, I know that's how you used to be because I remember when I first talked to you, you told me, like, that was kind of like how you were, like, yeah. before. Such a bee, but, you know, it's okay. Garbadines, like, we're fine. Um, Yeah. I feel like that's why I think I connected with you so much. Even when I first saw, like, your... The, the, I think I told you this already, but I don't care. The first time I saw your picture, and, like, I think I was in Cyprus at the time, but the first time I saw your picture, um, I was like, oh, my gosh, who's that girl? Like, it's just, like, you captivated me, not in a weird, like, weird way, but just, yeah. like, God pointed you out to me, and I was like, wow, I, I want to, like, 
I wish I was there. Like, I want to speak to her. And then I actually got to, like, visit. Yeah. And, like, we went out for coffee. And, like, it was really good. But I felt like God was saying, she's, she's like you. Like, mm-hmm. you can relate. And so he kind of, like, put you on a path. And I was like, okay, yeah. And, like, the more that I talked to you, I could see, like, there was a lot of hurt. And there was a lot of, like, there was walls that you would put up. Um, and so, like, to see, like, your transition from, like, DTS and SV, it's, like, drastic. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. It's like, sorry, who was that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, that's crazy. Because right at the end of DTS, people would say that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, mm. eh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and now when I think about it, I'm like, dang, yeah. Mm. What the heck? Mm. Like, I, was, I would just be like, what are you talking about? Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't see that. And mm. now I see that. It's weird. Yeah. And, like, I didn't understand, like, when people would be like, I feel like you have, like, walls up. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Like, I don't know what you, I don't know what you mean. Like, I feel like I don't. Like, mm. I'm just being me. Like, I just yeah. didn't get it. I was like, okay. I don't know. And so now I, like, I still kind of see it, but I kind of don't. But I know they were definitely there because I just, mm. I don't know, I can just tell. I just can't put my finger on, like, I don't know. I'm still learning mm. that. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I feel like God is constantly breaking down walls. I think we constantly have to be aligned with His divine plumb line. Yeah. Um, because I definitely swing from like rejection to rebellion, rejection to rebe- not so much rebellion anymore, but definitely before. Yeah, I definitely yeah. was on the rebellion side like, when we had that week. Oh my god, dude, yeah. I didn't even realize it either. Mm. certain things that mm-hmm. I still struggle with other things that I've just yeah I don't know mm-hmm. but yeah it's hard for me to sometimes be even be vulnerable with God like of course like he already knows but even just coming to him and saying like hey God I struggle with this and he's like yeah I know <laughs> but yeah. like he doesn't say it like that he's like yeah um let me heal you like can I put my finger on it and it's like oh no like yeah. I don't know what you're gonna do you know yeah. or I feel like I can't be healed there was one time where I was walking so I used to struggle with lust like big time like oh my gosh and I was like addicted to pornography when I was 10 years old like it was bad and I was walking from I think it was like the PFC down to the lake and I was just like bad-mouthing myself and saying like oh like I'm just wired this way like it's it's me it's how I am it's how I'm always gonna be yeah. I'm always gonna have these thoughts I'm always gonna have the <laughs> I just spilled tea on myself <laughs> sorry I just ruined that moment go ahead it's not bad. oh it's okay I was like yeah I'm always gonna have these thoughts I'm always gonna um be rooted in this like lustful thinking and I just I literally stopped where I was going and I felt the Holy Spirit say uh that is not <laughs> that is not <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being an idiot over here. (laughs) I heard the Holy Spirit say, like, hey, that's not who you are. Yeah. Um, like you are not you are not made this way. Like you are you were made to be in relationship with me. Yeah. And I literally stopped and I was like, I'm not made this way. And that boom, like once I said that it was like all of the thoughts were gone. All of that, like, wow. that stuff that was rooted in me and was, yeah. like, uprooted in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because I had taken it on as an identity for so long. Yeah. Because I had said, oh, this is just how I am, so yeah. I'm just going to do it, yeah. you know? And, yeah. like, through that, I, I, like, lost my virginity when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And I, like, regret that so much, but it made me who I am today. So, like, I don't think I can ever, like, I mean, of course I can't go back and change it, but, like, 
I don't know, God used that. Like, he used my, he uses my story, like, every day, and I'm so, I'm so open about it. Like, most people are not very open, especially because lust is, like, a very sensitive topic because yeah. so many people struggle with it. But I think that means it just needs to be talked about more. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we just need to know, like, we need to call things out. Like, be vulnerable. Like, when, if you're struggling, like, I'm speaking to, like, everyone who's, like, listening. If you're struggling with something, like, be vulnerable and be open, not only with God, but to, like, to at least someone, someone who, like, bring it into the light, Mm -hmm. because that's what God has called us to do, to bring things into the light so that Mm -hmm. we can be free. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how, how much freedom I got from just saying, that's not who I am. Yeah. And, um, I was already going through Plum Line, like, the first week I was at YWAM. Wow. Um, and so when we got to Plum Line, it was just, like, a stake in the ground, and I was like, hey, this is, this is who I am. Like, this is, like, one, one of the even reasons I have, like, this tattoo right here, it's um yeah it's it's like a blooming flower and it's like this is where I was I was closed and I was um I wasn't flourishing I was like to myself I was um selfish and prideful and all these things I was basically dead like I wasn't alive and slowly but surely God was opening me up and to the point where like bees and like butterflies and things can come and like get nutrients from me and take it out and so I thought I even got this like before I even came here but um, I, like, God spoke that to me, and while I was sitting down, like, plum line night, like, <laughs> he yeah. spoke that to me, and it just brought so, such a deeper meaning to it, mm-hmm. and, yeah, so, like, even speaking out, like, I am not a broken human, mm-hmm. I am not unworthy, I am not ugly, I am, and then speaking out, like, I am beautiful, I am made new in Jesus, speaking out scripture, it's powerful like mm-hmm. scripture is powerful because it's god's words written down on paper which i think yeah. baffles me because it's like god why aren't you speaking and he's like hey i have a whole book of my words like why yeah. don't you read it and it's like Oof, yeah. okay <laughs> yeah and um Ooh, <laughs> yeah Dang, um, good. and i think the best way to hear his voice is to read his voice yeah basically <laughs> wow yeah Dang. that's good i like that because i yeah I, I think about that a lot like, cause I'll do that sometimes. I'll be like, why can't I hear you? Like, why aren't you answering me on this? Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, I got, like, 2,000 pages of words. Yeah. Like, can you just open it? Like, sometimes yeah. I have to speak to you through that. Yeah, and yeah. And so, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, and while you were talking, I was thinking about, you were talking about the flower metaphor, and that reminded me of what it took for me to realize how it, it's, okay. Because in the beginning, before SOE, God started speaking to me about relationships, relationships and the importance of them. I think I said this in the beginning, and um, so I got here and I was thinking that's where it was gonna go, and that's not where it went. So He started speaking to me about relationships, and then pride, and then surrendering, and then identity. And so through that, I realized like pride and surrenderance is like the things needed to be able to put relationship and identity together to work the way they should, and like Mm. to be like to have to be able to have like your identity in Christ and to be able to be transformed through the relationship with him Mm. and I realized like I had like pride I got convicted of that because I had pride and I was really convicted about this because I thought that I had handled and I thought I was like somewhat humble I thought I was doing good and then I realized like no there's still areas like there's sneaky areas that you don't realize you have pride Mm. in yeah and I realized that was in my identity and I realized that was in who I was and I wasn't willing to like let that go to fully surrender myself to Jesus and surrender like my wants my hopes and like my 
like certain things I just wouldn't let go of. Um, and so I realized that my pride was hindering my ability to surrender. And my inability to surrender was like hindering having a relationship with him because it just does. Like you need to like be able to surrender to have like a fully intimate relationship with Jesus and to like be fully transformed by him and to be fully like created new in him. Um, and to be back to where, you know, your original like design was. Mm-hmm. And so I was just thinking about that when you said the flower metaphor because I don't know, I just realized that's kind of what like like you said, like your pride and mm-hmm. all these things like you were holding on to or um, keeping you from like blooming and like yeah. being able to open up and receive things. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy that identity is like linked to every other thing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. So, like, literally a week ago, like, this whole time I've been here the past three months, I've been struggling, and I didn't know why. I knew that something was going on. Like, I knew that, like, Jesus was teaching me something. I knew that, like, he was doing something in me, and I I knew, but I couldn't put my finger on what was going on. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that this whole time, like, something's coming, and, like, something's, like, happening, and I didn't know what it was until, like, a week ago when it was, like, he put everything together. He's, like, this is, like, what I'm talking to you about and then literally after that he's like I want you to get baptized which yeah like as soon as like he like wrapped all that up and like showed me like this is what's been going on this whole time and like it's identity and like just all that he's like I want you to get baptized because of that like I've been kind of putting it on your mind these past like nine months um and now like now's the time to do that because now you understand like I've done this in you and you like I want you to be baptized because like that's like the representation of like so thankful I'm so thankful that God saved me from my wretchedness wow. <laughs> man I had no idea like I would always I think the worst part is that I would like pretend like oh yeah I'm I'm Christian man yeah. like I I know my Bible like yeah. the gospel of the world and gave them like, you yeah. know like <laughs> but like I did not know my Bible man yeah, I had dude. no idea like Sick. the depth of love that is like within each word oh my yeah. gosh like mm-hmm. agape oh my gosh yeah. do you know like about that like mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oof, so good um yeah and like the reason like god or jesus asking um peter like do you love me like three times it's like so redemptive and mm-hmm. like basically melts my toes <laughs> <laughs> i love that um basically like bringing, <laughs> um like bringing him into like redemption because he denied him three times and so jesus was like do you love me but in saying like do you agape like love me mm-hmm. and peter like replied yeah i i phileo love you which is like a friendship love not like a deep deep love like agape but still like just like do you love me yes then then feed my sheep like yeah, yeah. and <laughs> i think that's so symbolic like if you love Jesus, you're going to obey him. If you love him, you're going to follow him. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, you're going to love people. Mm-hmm. And I think that today, Christ- the Western church has like kind of twisted it. It's like, oh, go to church, and then you party throughout the, throughout the week. I just had a seizure, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> party throughout the week, and then, oh, you're back on church on Sunday. Yeah. It's like, God, forgive me. But it's like, what are you doing? Like, what are we doing with our lives? Like, yeah. if you're just sitting here, and you're just going to church, and like, 
yeah, raising your hands, like, yeah, I worship God and go to church, and then throughout the week you're just, like, doing your own thing. What yeah. is that? That's not living with God. That's yeah. just doing things for God. Like, yeah. and I, I was so convicted, and so I'm, like, speaking out of experience. Like, don't just live for God because it's so empty. Like, yeah. you, you are not satisfied. You are not yeah. filled with His Spirit. You are hungry for more, but you don't even know what you're hungry for because yeah. you're saying that you're satisfied with God, but you're not. Like, it's it's deception, honestly, that people just go to church and think that that's satisfying enough. Like, honestly, what happened if all the churches just, like, disappeared? Like, what would people do? Mm. Um, and I honestly think that... Kind of what has happened? Yeah, yeah, to be honest, yeah. Um, but I think this opened up so many house churches, like, yeah. for people to come together. And I think that is what church is about. Like, yeah. let's bring it back to, like, back in the old days when they would have, like, bread and like wine at the yeah. table and like take communion that way and um build relationship like yeah. that's what it's about it's about relationship like mm. and through that you get to know who god is and then who you are yeah. and like all of it is just like connected and i don't think our tiny human brains can comprehend any of it but yeah. i think we're trying so yeah, yeah. Mm. i've been trying to like if I, when I do, like, get get my own, like, house or whatever, I want to open it up to, like, people mm-hmm. and just say, like, come and, like, let's just be people together and, like, let's invite Jesus into this place and see what he does. And um, I know, like, a few house churches, like, there's one, like, right down the street and, um, yeah, they open their house to, like, sometimes strangers and yeah. strangers come and they don't even know Jesus yet yeah. they're willing and they get wrecked. Like, wow. they're like, wow, this is what communion looks like. This yeah. is what community looks like. And I think God, if you allow him to move, I think he can. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I I completely agree, like, with everything you're saying. Even about, like, not even able being able to do things without the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah that's, like, a key point, especially in ministry. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. what are we, who are we to say, like, what we should do, you yeah. know? Um, and no way should I ever feel like I'm the one that's healing people. I'm the one that's like redeeming others and bringing people into freedom that's definitely not my doing it's it's god's doing you know yeah yeah Yeah. dang Mm. yeah good (laughs) what do you have for this past weekend like did Mm. is that what you touched on i'm just very curious no yeah you're good um, I didn't actually touch on it. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, okay. He basically talked about, like, yeah, it was identity and calling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so in the Eastern culture, basically, identity comes from the outside. So, like, your society tells you who you are. You uh-huh. are born into your culture. So, like, the Middle East, like, Asia, China, you're born into who you are. Like, yeah. just, like, the outside is what, what you are. Um, in Western culture, I think this is so true, literally he nailed it, identity comes from the inside. Yeah. Like, your heart tells you who you are, being true to yourself, you do you, basically. Yeah, oh my gosh, dude. I was like, oh! Wait, what's this from? Um, this is from this past weekend. Oh, dang, I missed yeah. that session, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, for example, Myers-Briggs, personality tests, like yeah. Enneagram, all these things. What am I going to make of myself? Like, yeah. that's Western culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he went on to say, we need kingdom culture. Mm. And I was like, ooh, like, what does that look like? Yeah. Um, 
Who does God say we are and what does he say we should do? Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Matthew 13, 31, 32. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When, was this Saturday? Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know if I would have been able to yeah. go anywhere, but that's awesome. So good. Dang. When our identity is in him, then we can sow our seeds and see the fruit. When a season doesn't align with your plan, then ask God what what he is highlighting for your life in that time. Um, and then he talked about, like, through his life, he came from, like, being the shepherd uh-huh. into being the sheepdog. Mm-hmm. Like, and what, or, like, he put it in, like, business terms. Ooh. Yeah, being the, um, oh, okay, being the independent contractor to being a partner. Yeah. So, like, basically him being in control because he was saying, like, for his ministry, he was the one that was doing things. He was the one that was, like, oh, I'm healing people, yeah. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Yeah. And God convicted him and was like, no, you're not. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm without me, you're nothing, yeah. basically. And so he, like, had to walk out of being the shepherd and into the sheepdog. Like, he's just the guide. He's, like, pointing them back yeah. to the shepherd. Dang. Um, yeah. That's good. <laughs> and then, bro, listen, like he said, maybe our calling is not about a destination but about our present, like where we are right now. And I think that's so true into, like, Christians today because – so many times we're like, oh, like, you'll get there, like, just keep going, you know, we got, we got so much time, like, God's gonna bring you into new life, you know, he's gonna bring you into new things, ah, I don't think so, like, (laughs) God's brought you into new life, and he's, and he's brought you into new things here where you are, um, one thing that God spoke to me when I first came on staff was to grow where I'm planted, that's good, (laughs) yeah, it was really convicting, because, Honestly, there's so many other things that I'd rather, like, be doing. Not not saying, like, I mean, this place is amazing. Like, yeah. this is where my home is. But, um, yeah, like, there's, I'd rather be overseas. You know, I'd rather be um, evangelizing every day, like, um, going, visiting new places, traveling, having these new journeys and adventures with God. But that's not what he's called me to yet. And I think even though that is, like, somewhere in my future, I want to I wanna do, like, go go and minister in these different countries god has brought me here for a reason he, he's like hey i i brought you here to to sow and to be and not only that but to disciple and i think that's such a powerful thing because i i wouldn't have like i feel like if i were to choose where i would go i would not be fruitful but because he placed me and he's like hey i need you to grow where you're planted and not want to grow over there in that garden because this garden needs you this garden needs your help this garden is is dying and that's why i put you here um yeah um your passion your passions will change your burdens will change but your heart will grow yeah and then i felt like god said to me personally i want to make you into my fingerprint and I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what that means yet. Like, this was just all this past weekend. I haven't even really, like, processed it yet. Um, yeah, and then they also talked about, like, worshiping God through the storm. Um, take your pain to the Father and remember that you're his child. Um, God goes to you and says, come, can we talk? And then you are, therefore, encouraged to lay, lay it down at his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what does it look like to worship God through the storm? Um, I don't even know yet because I don't feel like I've even been through a big enough storm. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I have, but I don't think in my new like walk or relationship with Jesus, I don't think I've been through a big enough storm. Dude, yeah, I wonder that same thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this could just be like sprinkles. Like, yeah. you don't like storm. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say I know what that is, which mm-hmm. is like, ooh, but it's all fine. Okay, you know. 
Yeah. It's like, man, do you even know, like, what's coming? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, even in those hard times, I was always so scared because I was like, man, what if this is just, like... Okay, sometimes I always have... I'm going to be, like, honest. Sometimes I always have this thought, and it's like, what if I'm just, like, a Christian for now, but then, like, something happens, and it's like I turn away from God... But I think that's just, I mean, I don't think, I know that's just, like, fear speaking. It's not, like, the truth. And God has told me, like, hey, I know when you're, when you're going to, you're going to go through something, something hard. Like, he's spoken this, I, yeah, he's spoken this over me um, and over this, like, fear. You're going to go through something really hard, but you're going to turn back to me. Because that's, that's what he's basically preparing me for. Like, that's what I'm, that's what this is for. Like, God's not just walking with us randomly through life like he's he's preparing us for things like god knows what's gonna happen like god knows the future he knows what's um on the other side of the wall but we don't and so he in order for us to even get to the other side we have to do things first Mm -hmm. and so i think this season that i'm in it's preparing me for a season where i might not hear his voice all the time it's preparing me for a season where i might not even feel like he's there but Am I going to go off of feeling and experience, or am I going to go off of the knowledge of God, the knowledge of the Bible? Am I even going to know the knowledge of the Bible? In order for me to know the knowledge of the Bible, I have to read it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, I have that fear a lot. I always, yeah. I am easily, like, worried about um, the future in terms of, control over bad things happening and like just going through really hard times and like people dying in my life like just yeah I've been working a lot on like control control issues Um, and that's like one of them just like fear of like bad like knowing that I'm gonna go through a storm knowing that like preparing to be persecuted knowing that like you know and it's like oh I don't yeah that's something I'm like in the baby stages of like even trying to like work on yeah it's true like Paul was like I think he was yeah he was stoned to death Stephen was stoned to death literally dragged from outside the gates Peter was hung upside down crucified on the cross like that's in a sense that's kind of like our our destiny like we're we're called to be not like I'm not saying this is the the people might disagree but I don't really care like we're called to be martyrs like we're called to put our lives on the line we're called to follow in Jesus footsteps and Jesus was persecuted Mm -hmm. and the Bible even says it's gonna be hard like people are gonna come against you um people are gonna disagree with you um but what are you gonna do when that happens are you gonna be um a Judas or are you gonna be a Peter you know like what's what's gonna happen are you gonna be like Paul where he like turns from his wicked ways and follows Jesus or yeah like you have to it's a choice and um I don't know I I think I mean as far as like I know as of right now I I really do think that I'm I'm going to follow him no matter where he takes me you Mm -hmm. know yeah because I know it's going to be hard I'm not expecting it to be easy regardless I'm I know that even if it is hard, God's going to give me strength and he's yeah. going to give me grace. I've, I've heard so many stories. Oh my gosh. So like there's a certain verse and I forget where it is. My references in the Bible is so off. I'm so sorry. But no, um, I think it's somewhere in Romans or Acts um, and saying that the Holy Spirit will um, give you the words to say if you don't know. 
uh, something like that basically <laughs> so yeah. sorry it sounds bad um and there was this this team that i knew of and they went to a restricted country yeah and someone had asked them they were in jail basically and someone asked them are you guys muslim and um they said yes but what does it mean to be muslim you worship one god you um yeah basically you worship one god you answer to one god and you um obey his commandments and so they're like yes i'm i'm muslim and that's what like saved their lives <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's it's just like a crazy story of like man god actually cares and he like i i may not know um what's gonna happen but i know that god's gonna take care of me another story this one guy was literally being held at gunpoint and was like hey if you can understand what i say in this language then i'll i'll believe that your god is real he said something random like in a completely different language not even latin based and the guy repeated it perfectly in english mm-hmm. it was like this is what you said and boom he became christian mm-hmm. yeah like <laughs> this is like true stories yeah. that are happening and like the harvest is ready like mm-hmm. the, the bible says like the harvest is ready but the workers are few mm-hmm. um and like are we going to be the ones to raise up and and grab what god has like handed handed us and mm-hmm. are we going to walk in and our true identity and do, and in doing that be fruitful and and go to the harvest or are we gonna walk the other way and say like oh i'm not worthy i'm not i'm not good enough mm-hmm. like i'm not qualified mm-hmm. i i've literally had people tell me to my face that i wasn't qualified for what i'm doing mm-hmm. um regardless if that's like going on missions or even being here they've told yeah. me to my face that i wasn't qualified yeah and i left like in tears <laughs> but God really spoke to me in that time, and he was like, Kyra, it doesn't matter if you're qualified or not, I'm going to qualify you. And it's like, well, okay, <laughs> the King of Kings is going to qualify me, you know, I, who cares what people think? <sighs> yeah, I've always struggled with, like, a big, like, fear of men, thinking, like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think, what are they going to say, yeah. but who cares? Like, <laughs> I I feel like God is really just asking me to release that and have a fear of the Lord instead of a fear of men, you yeah. know? a lot of good stuff <laughs> yeah I'm so excited yeah I'm excited to hear everything you've been speaking to too mm-hmm. like that's awesome yeah it's really good I yeah it's just so much I can't yeah. I, it's hard for me to actually like put my finger on it sometimes mm-hmm. but Could, um, I could share a dream. Okay. Okay. Um, so God speaks to me a lot in dreams. Um, and this one specific one I'm sharing is it's um, it involves sheep, mm-hmm. and so that's why I'm sharing it. But it's really, really powerful. Um, uh, yeah. And usually my dreams are like this intense. So like, I'm sorry if it scares you, but it's pretty intense. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I first off I was in this basement or like cellar somewhere that's really dark and really spooky and um, I had heard like voices and I, I turned and I see a, a group of women and they were fully covered in their traditional Islamic clothing and um, I 
over to them and um, I realized that they were that usually it's all black but this time it was all white and they were um, sheep like they were just acting like sheep and um, I heard God say these are my people and um, I realized that the place that where we were was not safe and so I had to basically guide them be the sheepdog and guide them out of this cellar but as I was trying to guide them this woman walks up to me and she's like dressed in these like really provocative clothing she has a snake um, tongue and she has like snake eyes and she starts cursing me basically saying like you can't do this you can't take take them they're mine like f you f this like calling me names like saying all these like really like hurtful things and um like cursing me basically and saying yeah. what I'll, that I can't do it that they're hers that I need to give up I need to go mm-hmm. and um I I keep telling her no but I tell, tell her no twice and on the third time it's God who literally speaks through me says no these are my people and I am not abandoning them they're not forsaken nor forgotten get behind me Satan basically yeah. and um she immediately like she tries to like grab me and scratch me but she like can't yeah um and so she's immediately like pushed away and I'm like leading these women into the light wow. and then I wake up Dang. <laughs> yeah when did you have this um this was in my SOE wow yeah it's crazy <laughs> yeah but I've just always thought like oh gosh I can't do that like there's no way that I there's no way that I can I can do that but yeah. like God's God's wanting us to walk in in the thing in vision he's wanting us to walk in things that he's spoken to us and so yeah we, we need to like yeah in order to even be be fruitful and and do the harvest and um like be the most that we can be we have to walk mm-hmm. in the spirit yeah. like we can't do anything besides, yeah. aside from the holy spirit that's good yeah yeah dang yeah we can I conclude that. with that but yeah <laughs> that was good yeah in conclusion that's good i yeah. love that What? <laughs> I didn't realize you had gum in your mouth again. Yeah. Wait, did you ever take it out? Yeah, I did for a second, but then I put it back in. Oh, I didn't, didn't even see Sweet. that. I didn't even hear you the whole time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was good. Here, my eyes sticking to this chair. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> People who know well, me are going to know that. Yeah, because I used to be, like, obsessed with it. Like, honestly. I used ASMR? To, yeah. Really? Like, yeah, it was weird. I don't know why, but not, like, I don't like smacking, but, like, crunchy, yeah. like, ice or really? something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I'm sorry. I'm moving around a lot because I have to pee really bad. It's okay. But we're going to pray really quick. Okay. Um, Jesus. Thank you that we got the opportunity to do this. And thank you that you are here. Thank you that I know you were watching it. I know you were nodding and functioning, that you were um, moving around and that you were present, that you were speaking, that um, there was listening on both ends. And Lord, I pray that um, as we end this podcast, that you would be with anybody listening to this and that you would be with their families, Lord, that you would bless them throughout the rest of their day that you would put that um, deep and that you would plant a seed in their hearts for what they heard, Lord, that you would give them revelation and that you would give them ears to hear, 
that you would give them eyes to see that their hearts would have been opened and receiving and so would their minds, Lord. Um, I pray that you would just be with them. I pray that you would continue speaking to them about their identity, that you would continue to speak to them about who they are, about who you are. I pray that you would continue to speak to them about our Father as well, and that you would guide them and point them in the right direction. Um, Lord, I pray that your love would just uh, overwhelm them and that they would know that they're valued and that they would know that they're important and that you love them more than anything. We just thank you. And thank you to everybody listening to this. Thank you for everyone listening to this. Um, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, say bye. Bye. <laughs> I cannot. Bye. Ew. <laughs> <laughs>